I'm Sophie Gray. And I'm Nerida Ashcroft. And you're listening to I Wasn't Expecting That, a podcast where we discuss issues affecting women in the sandwich years, like us, caught between ageing parents and our own millennial offspring. We aren't cougars or golden girls. Most of us are too knackered, to be honest. We've got jobs or careers of our own, but are still the on-call carers for partners, parents and offspring, while still dealing with all our own stuff. Stuff we weren't necessarily expecting, and that no other generation has had to face in quite the same way. In this week's podcast, we're talking about school reunions. Nerida, would you go to a school reunion if there was one happening? Um, There was one happening last year and I went, but I didn't want to go. Why didn't you want to go? Well... So this, the whole idea of this reunion came up on Facebook. Right. And so I was connected with all of these um, old school friends on Facebook. And I could see what they look like, and you kind of get a little bit of a snapshot as to what they're doing now, what their lives look like. And I thought, I don't want to go to that. I can see, you know, everybody's kind of happy enough. It's all fine. But my husband, because uh, we went to school together, he was super keen to go. Right. So he was going, and I was not. And then on the day, I thought, oh, all right, I'll go. Mm-hmm. So we went along and the whole idea was to meet at our old school and then just the school principal was going to meet us there as well, which mm-hmm. was really nice. So people came in from Australia, from down in Dunedin. You know, wow. it, was, it was a big deal. Uh, we all turned up and standing around in the car park awkwardly and I just didn't recognise anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, but eventually the school principal took the lead and we sort of did a tour around the school through all old classrooms. And as we were walking through the school, got chatting with different people and it was actually a really, really good day. It was just so nice to see all these people from my past uh, for start, seeing that they've aged as much as what I have. Right, okay. <laughs> which yeah. is really encouraging. <laughs> um, but also just to reconnect as well. It was really, it was, and a nice reminder as to, it just kind of took me back mentally to when I was at school and I sort of thought, oh, I've actually changed and grown so much since then, which was also encouraging. Right, so overall it was positive? Yeah, it really was. I mean, I was dreading it because in my mind I'm thinking all this is is a chance for people to look at you and then judge. Judge, yeah, rank you as to how successful you've been in your career, on your appearance, how you look so that they can sort of feel better themselves. That's what I kind of imagined it to be, but it actually wasn't like that. Were you quite happy at school? Yeah, I was happy at school. I mean, I was really unhappy at school. I had great friends um, who a couple of whom I'm still in contact with. Um, so I had really, really great friends, but I was really lost in the education system right. um, with undiagnosed ADD ah. um, and in a school culture that we didn't relate to at all. So my parents were immigrants. They sent uh, enrolled us in the school that I went to when they first arrived in New Zealand because they'd heard that it was a good school, uh, you know, even though 10 years down the track by the time we were ready to go, um, it was no longer that amazing. Um, and also it was a religious all-girls school and my parents weren't people who practised any faith whatsoever. So they had no idea what they were sending us into. Wow, that's amazing. So it was, yeah. So for both of us, it was quite, for my sister and myself, it was quite difficult. But for me in particular, I was very, very unhappy at school. Um, and that, you know, maybe have sort of spawned some of my anxieties because mm-hmm. I remember being a very happy, well-adjusted kid at, at um, primary school. <laughs> so I didn't like school at all. 
Um, so I was very, very um, reluctant to go to any kind of school reunions. So have you been to any school um, reunions? I, d- I did. The school had a 50th reunion a couple of years back. Right. Um, and my rationale for going was actually to see if I could kind of lay to rest some of my ghosts, ah, to see if I could walk through idea. the grounds without feeling anxious. Mm. And and how did it go? Uh, it was it was interesting. So there were aspects of it that I really enjoyed, aspects of it that I found quite traumatic. And the, the way for some people who had loved school, the way they really glorified it, mm. um, it was interesting also because as kids as teenagers you've no idea what's going on in some people's lives Mm. and so one girl that you know I thought that I knew reasonably well it turned out that one of the teachers at school had literally rescued her from a terrible situation and taken her in and a teacher that I really wouldn't have expected might have done that um so you know that so it was quite revealing Um, in some aspects but there were some things where I just found it equally traumatic and that I didn't find walking the corridors laid anything to rest if anything it made me angry at the way I had been treated and in some cases mistreated so that was kind of interesting so it wasn't so much about the old girls Mm. um, and then actually I really enjoyed seeing some of them and Mm. seeing the people that they had grown into so clearly the ones that I had remained in contact with that was all fine and and we actually went together to this event but it was interesting seeing girls who I had been quite in awe of at school just being super friendly and really warm and nice and finding out that they were intimidated back for other reasons Mm. that you know I thought that they were really way cool and they thought I was really um, alternative or you know that kind of thing so you so you think that all of those things are only on your side so that was kind of really helpful. Yeah I found it fascinating there's um, one particular person who was super popular so so pretty had all the boyfriends and you know she was just she was right up there in my eyes and in everybody else's eyes as well Yeah, and I have since reconnected with her through a, a mutual friend and um She's just a normal person. Right. <laughs> it's like, yeah. wow, this is so, this is a revelation. <laughs> right. You know, she's just, she she's aged as much as what I have, which was encouraging. She still looks really awesome in my mind. Um, but, you know, she's just kind of completely normal. I don't know why I placed her on such a high pedestal, to be honest. It's funny, isn't it? Because mm. uh, I remember seeing somebody who I was terrified of mm. at school. Uh, so she... You know, was my, I was mildly bullied by her. I mean, I'm, I, it's not like I suffered terrible bullying at school or anything like that. But, mm. you know, she was a little bit intimidating and used to use that a little bit. Um, and I was very easy to intimidate. Um, and she was so friendly at the reunion and she had no recollection of that. Or, or it's like, for her, it was a game. Uh, so, in right. her, whereas f- for me... I was legitimately frightened of her Um, and she was unaware of that. Uh, So that was kind of interesting. So that's not necessarily her fault. But the thing that I found that I had the most 
issues or unresolved issues with, gosh, I sound like I'm a mental case. Um, <laughs> I'm not somebody who walks around bleeding unresolved issues. But that overall, the you know some of the teachers that were there, I just found myself looking at them and going, you were mean mm. and cruel and now some of your behaviour simply would not be tolerated. And isn't that great though that we've all society has moved on and that sort of behaviour isn't acceptable yeah. anymore? Yeah. That's great. You know, to think that our kids can go through school and grandkids and they'll have a much different experience. So it was interesting too because I did I did feel really, really self conscious. Um because I have spent a bit of time in the public eye as well, I felt so so that really made it harder to go. So, and there are you know a few girls from my year who have public profiles. Fiona McDonald, um, you know, her voice was on the telly every night, and she's done lots of telly. And um, my friend Alexia, who I'm still friends with, um, she's done lots in news media and so on. So you know it's not like I was the only one. Mm. Um, but I did feel really self-conscious about that. Whereas, and I talked to Fiona about it, and and but but she's always been bolder, I think. So mm. even when we were at school, she was a big personality. Whereas at school, I was a more of an awkward personality. Um, so slightly slightly different. So I did. I just felt so self-conscious, like everybody was looking at me. Yeah. Um, oh, it's awful, eh? Um, I do remember at the school reunion having a conversation with a small group of people, and they're like, "Oh, what are you doing now?" And I said, "How I work in radio," and they're like, "What?" <laughs> they just couldn't believe it. They're like. But you were the quietest person in the whole school. You never said boo to anybody. <laughs> so it was kind of like, yeah, that's right. I was like that. And so, something's changed along the way. But it just goes to prove, too, that the judgments that we make of mm. people when we're at school are yeah. just so wrong. Yeah. You know, my home ec teacher said to me one day, shouted at me in fury, you'll never amount to anything, Sophie Gray. Um, so, you know, wonderful teacher, yep. um, inspirational moment there. So mean. Um, and, that, uh, you know, ironically, it was the home ec teacher. I mean, if it had been the maths teacher, it would have made so much more sense or the Latin teacher or something like that. But, but the fact that it, of all things, it was the home ec teacher. I know. It's just ridiculous. But, you know, that that power that teachers have mm -hmm. over you, mm -hmm. um, you know, I just really found it miserable so I think um, if there was another school reunion I don't think that I would go it's like um, the people that I want to be in contact with I I am um, and everybody else if they wanted to be in contact with me they would be well I feel the same actually I mean I only went because my husband was going I don't think if, if anything popped up again I don't think I'd go I feel like I've done that I've walked around the school I've reconnected with those that I want to reconnect with which is actually only one person <laughs> um, mm. and I don't feel the need to revisit any of that sort of stuff did you agonize about what you were going to wear um, uh, I wouldn't say I agonised, but I was very, um, you know, you want to look good, you yeah. know, and I was kind of aware that, you know, I don't look like I'm 17 anymore, yeah. and you sort of forget that everybody else isn't 17 anymore either. So to turn up, you know, I've done the best that I can do, but then to look around me and think, oh, 
everybody else kind of has aged as much as me. That was really reassuring, to yeah. be honest. So <laughs> I, I, I felt the same, and that, uh, and I was relieved that I, w- I found. You don't want to be looking around the room and judging other people either and going, oh, she's put on weight. And, oh, mm, yeah. and I wasn't. I was mm. just going, looking around going, oh, there's so-and-so. Oh, you know, how yeah. lovely to see her. And, oh, she still has her hair long. Yeah. Um, it looks amazing. Oh, maybe I should grow mine back long. Um, <laughs> you know, just the, those kinds of things that were, you know, f- f- in terms of the girls that I was talking to and catching up with and so on, that was actually fine. Um, yeah, it really was the teacher thing. But, you know, I, I worried that it would bring out this some horrible, judgy person in me and that it would be all about, you know, who's doing what and yeah. who looks this and who looks that. And actually one of the most marvellous people um, that I know w- was a, a girl that I went to school with and she, she didn't have an easy time and she ended up having a baby quite young and having a, a few really difficult years and then she got married and then she had lots of babies. I think she had seven children or eight children wow and then she became a, a marathon runner and personal trainer and and has washboard abs oh um, really and, and how amazing yeah and so she is absolutely inspirational wow um and so you know seeing somebody like that and it's like you know that that is the last thing that you'd kind of mm. expect and i think one of the nice the nice things about it is, oh, that would be the last thing that I would expect mm. from that person. And perhaps a bit like you, where somebody that you'd held up on a bit of a pedestal, well, the last thing you'd expect is that they'd be just ordinary, mm. like the rest of us. Um, so it was the, those things that were kind of the nice surprise. Do, do, was there kind of, at your school reunion, was there any sort of idolatry of particular teachers? Oh, Mr. So-and-so was so amazing. Yeah, what? there was lots of conversations about teachers. Actually, I had one really really great maths teacher. I struggled so much with maths in primary school and intermediate. Like, you know, I'd be crying over my homework. I just couldn't do it. And then I got to form three, what's that, year nine or something. Mm. Um, and I had this particular teacher, Mr. Schur. And however he taught, he just turned the light on for me. It was like, right. finally, I understand fractions. I just couldn't understand them before. And it just completely changed my life, right. you know, just to have somebody who could explain it in such a good way. And it wasn't just me. Everybody sort of talked about this teacher explaining maths so well. Right. I mean, what a gift, What eh? a gift. Yeah. Yeah. No, I had the absolute opposite and that by fourth form, what's that, year 10, mm-hmm. um, the maths teacher told me not to bother coming back to the class anymore. Maths was actually still compulsory. Really? Yeah. That's shocking. So, yeah, I was, I was shut out of maths because I wasn't getting it. Wow. Um, and should have so, had Mr. Sure. He would have helped I you. I should have. So I just <laughs> sat in the library and read. That's shocking. Um, I but I was reading it. stuff that was way beyond our age level, which then my English teacher discovered and actively encouraged me to read whatever I wanted and that whatever the class was reading, I would have finished it in 48 hours. So I would be sitting in class reading The Uses and Abuses of Psychology by Eric de Bono while everybody else was battling through To Kill a Mockingbird, which I'd read over the weekend because I loved it. Wow. Um, well, speaking of English teachers, my, I never had a good English teacher. They were just all absolutely dreadful. And I honestly think if I had have had a decent English teacher – I might have actually been pretty good at it. Right. Um, But I think teachers have, like you say, they've just got in such a position of um, 
influence. You know, mm. they can just do so much in a young person's life. And there's just, you know, they're coming across hundreds of students every single day that they can really feed into. I think, you know, that is just such a powerful position to be in. Yes, it is. And that every now and then you have a teacher that recognises that there are different kinds of smarts. Mm. Um, so I was fortunate that my English teacher recognised that that I was smart. Um, but it was a different kind of smart to, yeah. you know, it was a very academic-oriented school. Yeah, well, so, schooling in general is a one-size-fits-all, and if you don't yeah. fit that, then you're just left behind, which yeah. is a real shame because we now know, several years on, that it's not one-size-fits-all No, at not all. at all. And and with two ADD kids myself, both mm-hmm. of whom are really smart, um, but we but didn't do amazingly at school, I was able to tell them from my own experience Nobody cares when you're 20 Mm. whether or not you got an excellence for geography in Mm -hmm. year 10. No one cares. Just do well enough that you come out with choices. So, you know, you don't have to do amazingly. You just do well enough that you've you've got choices without destroying yourself. so yeah, and I think probably the fact that I that all of my friends were really really smart, so they were ducks and head girl, and they were the people up the front collecting all of the trophies. It's like, well, yeah, I I knew that I wasn't dumb mm. because we wouldn't have all got on if I was dumb, and it was you know the same thing for my for my kids um, that you know they always had friends who were really really high achievers but but when it came to us academically we have a different kind of smart Mm. um so yeah it was interesting so I kind of carried all of that baggage into my school reunion and I carried it all back out with me as well Um, that baggage man it can be quite soul destroying um yeah because when I was in school I I, as I say, I really struggled with self-esteem and lack of confidence and all that sort of stuff. And I also thought that I was pretty dumb as well. Right. And I, for whatever reason, was never made aware that I was I was in the top class, but I wasn't at the top of the top class, you know. Right. Um, but I, for whatever reason, didn't really realise that. So I just kind of went all through school thinking... I'm just not. I'm just not good enough. I'm not bright enough. I'm not going to get anywhere. And so right. it's that sort of mentality that kind of carries you through to your adult life, and it's just, oh, it's just disables you. It's it does. just terrible. So you know, for a teacher to actually recognise that that's something that's going on in somebody, and to, uh, you know, speak into that, I think that is just such a gift to be able to do that. I think that that potentially too happens more freely now mm, now that there is increasingly more understanding that we learn in different ways and mm. you know some of the you know most high achieving and creative um people of our time mm. learn outside the normal lines mm. you know you've got you know people like Jamie Oliver who's incredibly dyslexic and um the virgin guy who's I can never remember his name the virgin guy Vir- naked vir- chef no no no, no. Oh. Oh, the virgin airlines and oh richard branson richard, richard branson oh, dyslexic yeah, yeah. add hugely successful yeah. you know that 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 learning differently mm-hmm. is no indication of intelligence mm-hmm. and that often people with learning difficulties have um, generally average to above average IQ. Um, 
but our brains are wired differently. Mm. Um, and I wanted to run into my school reunion and shake some of those nuns and say, you had no idea, mm. no idea. But it wasn't their fault. No, um, they're just doing what they thought they were doing right. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So, yeah, it's a funny old um, thing. My primary school had a reunion recently. Um, no interest whatsoever in going to that. And the funny thing is that I've grown up in the same neighbourhood uh, that, and I still live within walking distance of the primary school that I went to. But the reason that I didn't want to go was because I didn't, I don't recognise it anymore. That the the physical um, presence of the place has changed mm. so much that although I was really, really happy at that primary school and that's where my own kids went. Um, They've taken all of the old buildings are gone. It's all new and modern, and I, so I just don't relate to it. So mm. it has the same name, and that's the only thing that it, that I have in common with it. Well, I think social media has kind of changed the whole idea of school reunions because mm. before social media, the only way of catching up with old school friends that you're not actually in touch with mm. was at a school reunion. Yeah. Whereas now you can kind of connect up through social media. You can yeah. stalk them. You can yeah. see what they look like. You can track down and find out what they're doing for jobs if you're that way inclined. Yeah. Um, so you kind of don't have to go to a school reunion to see what everybody is doing and see what they look like anymore. Yeah. I wonder if it's a different experience for teachers. You know, you were saying, so your husband's uh, deputy principal mm. uh, and he was really looking forward to going to the school reunion. Mm. So, so do you think that for him being an educator and being in the system himself, that that makes it different? No, That he I don't views think it so. differently? Or you just think he was just really keen to see no. everybody because that's who he is? Yeah, exactly. Right. That is who he is. He doesn't care about appearances and he doesn't rank people in status or anything like that. He's just like, oh, I wonder, you know, what... You know. It'd be nice to catch up with yeah, all those how, people. How I can just imagine him on? walking in with a huge smile yeah, on his yeah. face. Yeah, And he was a big hit and everybody was kind of really keen to catch up with him. And I'm kind of slinking off into the corners thinking, okay, I've seen everybody now, I want to go home. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the exit? Where's the exit? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, no. Uh, well, I I felt a bit like that. I mean, I I went to a few because my school it was doing the it was a fiftieth, so they had a number of events. So there was a big kind of social meet and greet thing one night. So I went to that with some of my old friends, and that that was the really fun part. And the noise level, you wouldn't believe it. You know, you just got so they kind of marked out different sections of the hall with different years, so oh, that yeah. you, oh, you could go to that it. section to right. to connect with the people from your kind of year so that was quite good because it is hard to recognize mm. people so that was actually really really good and that evening was quite fun um and then they had uh like an open day and uh, sort of because it was a catholic school they had a mass and a kind of sort of more formal thing the next day and a walk through the school and I went to that and that was the bit that that made me feel a bit Right. Blah. Yeah. And it was like, oh, yeah, there are some things that actually really haven't changed. And then there were some things that were really, that I really liked about it. So there was a real emphasis on um, the sort of, uh, on Māori culture, which was just not a oh, thing yeah. when I was there right, at yeah. all. Um, and they they had a kapahaka group oh, and cool. there was lots of te reo wo- woven into the whole thing. It was like, wow. I'm thrilled to see that. I really like that. Yeah. And then I was just like, well, where was that when I was at school? Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't like that at all. There was not, you know, everything had to be just this particular way. Yeah. So, yeah, no, it wasn't, wasn't very healthy for me. So yeah. One thing they do need at school reunions, I don't know if they had it at yours, but you should have a name badge, a sticker with your name on it. Yeah, I think we did. Is... I think we did. Oh, did yeah. you? Because oh, it's be easy so for me because I use my maiden name. So my name is the same right, as yeah. it was when I was at school. 
So that was pretty easy for me. But yeah, I, I'm pretty sure that when you registered, you registered oh, with what your stickers. school name was. I didn't know who anybody was, oh, and it right. was pretty awkward saying, "Sorry, yeah." Uh, so who were you? Refresh my memory. What's your name again? And then they're like, "Oh, you remember me?" And I'm thinking, um, yeah. "No, I don't." <laughs> yeah, no, I, I. I'm ter- I mean, I'm terrible with names and faces mm. anyway. But it is funny too when people come up to you and they go, oh, I so remember you. And you're thinking, I have no recollection of you I know. Actually, all. there was this one story and um, this guy came up to me and he's like, oh, you remember the pool story, don't you? And I'm thinking, uh, no. He's like, oh, come on. You remember the pool story? <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea about the pool story. Apparently, he came to my house one day and our pool was empty and I said to him it was full and I completely tricked him and somehow this is lodged in his memory as the pool story. Right. <laughs> it's not wasn't even that funny or that interesting and he thought that I should remember this, but right. I really didn't. No. It didn't impact me at all. No. <laughs> it's, it, that, those funny kinds what you of remember. things. Yeah. Mm. That, and that what has lodged in somebody else's brain. So somebody reminded me at our reunion that my nickname at school was Trotsky. Oh. And I... It, because I wasn't happy at school, I was always trying to rebel against the system and challenge this and that and the other. Yeah. Um, and was in trouble quite a lot. Oh, were you? Yes. Oh. Um, so I, at one point I was the shortest girl in the whole school, but I was also on report, which, which was the next closest thing to being suspended, much to my parents' mortification. But it was for think, things like being really cheeky and answering back and just sort of challenging and answering rude, rudely and, you know, um, right. bluntly about things. Um, so, yeah, I had f- forgotten that, yeah, my nickname was ah. Trotsky because I was always sort of trying to have a bit of a revolution. It's like, so somebody reminds you and it's like, oh, I'd forgotten <laughs> about all of that. Wow. So it's like, oh, yeah. oh, man, I was way too good at school to ever be on report. I think I was probably a real pain. Just right. a real pain. And you've got teachers who are doing their best mm. and it's just not getting in. Um, but I had a art teacher. She was pretty average. She wasn't a great art teacher. Mm. Um, and she was also our art history teacher. And I loved art history. And she was a pretty average art history teacher as well. But she was adequate enough that when I got to go to the Louvre, I was able to recognise the oh, raft cool. of the Medusa, which we had studied in art oh, history cool. when I was fifteen, and written essays about yeah. and stuff like that, and so on. So you know, you didn't have to be amazing mm. all the time as a teacher. You just had to be good enough that that stuff stuck. Mm. Um, so you know, she wasn't there at the reunion, um, but but some of the teachers I recognised, and yeah, it just made me want to go. Yeah, I know. Aren't you glad you're not in school anymore? Yeah, yeah. But the, you know, the people for whom it was the happiest years of their life, looking at them thinking, really? Was it? Mm, okay. <laughs> I did like it, but um, yeah, I think typical teenageness, you know, you're kind of not really sure what your ranking is and you're kind of a little nervous about um, drawing attention to yourself and. I Did was, you know what group you were kind uh, of in? I was like, I was a neutral. I was in right. a neutral group. So you went to sporty and you went to... No, it wasn't sporty. It wasn't, a pop, um, wasn't the, popular. A popular. Uh, 
wasn't a nerd. I was probably bordering on the nerds group, <laughs> but really, I was just pretty neutral. Really, yeah, I I was, I was the freak among the nerds. So right. my my girlfriends, you know, my friends at school, they were all really really smart, and some of them were sporty, mm-hmm. um, but but generally just really really smart. Um, and then I was the sort of one who was into science fiction and reading books on psychology and doing drama and not not playing hockey, didn't know how to play netball. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's, it's just slightly oddball of that mm-hmm. group, perhaps. Yeah. I mean, I do have happy memories of school, but I am very glad that I don't have to ever revisit yeah. it again. Yeah. Yeah. Been there, done that, done school the unions. I'm happy with my social media catch-ups now. That's fine with yeah. me. Well, yes, and I wonder if the whole culture of a school reunion will actually begin to die out. Mm. Like you say, you don't necessarily need it. Mm. So something like a jubilee, like my school was doing, might be the thing that, that people go to celebrate the fact that this institution is marking a milestone mm. and that it becomes less about checking up on people and more mm. about the institution itself. Well, that's all we have to say on the subject, and clearly we aren't experts. So if you want to have your say, then jump onto our Instagram page and join the conversation. You'll find us at I Wasn't Expecting That NZ on Instagram. The NZ at the end is important. If you want to find us, that is, not the other I Wasn't Expecting That's on Instagram, because you might really get something you weren't expecting. It's a photo app after all. Next time, we're talking about sleep. I Wasn't Expecting That is available via the Apple Podcast app. If you don't have it, download it now. Or Android users, find us via the Google Podcast app for Android. And why not subscribe so you never miss an episode? I Wasn't Expecting That is brought to you by Now To Love, their New Zealand's largest dedicated women's lifestyle website. Visit Now To Love for the latest celebrity, royals, health, lifestyle and parenting news. Committed to telling great stories that bring people together. 